to Nathan Out Loud. I'm your host, Nathan Trainer. Welcome to Nathan Out Loud, episode 12. We are back after a bit of a hiatus, and we are going to take a minute to recap the previous episodes of Nathan Out Loud. So in this episode, we will update the status of the work and legislation that is important to our community. We'll also look ahead at what we can do in 2010 to move our community and the quest for equality forward. So let's get started. We started out Nathan Out Loud talking about the federal hate crimes legislation that moved through Congress early last year. Well, that major piece of legislation and the protections for the LGBT community was in fact signed by President Obama in October. It was in fact the first piece of legislation ever passed to include protection for all members of the LGBT community. Although we have a long way to go to erase hate, the Matthew Shepard Hate Crimes Prevention Act was a step in the right direction. We also spoke with Kim Pearson from Trans Youth Family Allies. Kim's tireless work has brought trans youth issues front and center in many different ways. Not only did Kim stand up to the Rob, Arnie, and Don show on KRXQ in Sacramento, she also appeared on the Tyra Banks show and the Dr. Oz show. The incredibly courageous youth who appeared on these shows are shedding light not only on the issues they face on a daily basis, but also what the whole trans community faces. For more information on the work that Kim and others at TIFA are doing, visit imatyfa.org. In episodes 7 and 8, we talked about the latest on the failed Don't Ask, Don't Tell policy of the U.S. military. Since that time, President Obama has renewed his charge and campaign promise to repeal Don't Ask, Don't Tell. He specifically called for the repeal in his first State of the Union address on January 27th. The following week, the Secretary of Defense, Robert Gates, and the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Admiral Mike Mullen, appeared before the Senate Armed Forces Committee to testify that now is the time to work to repeal Don't Ask, Don't Tell. This was the first hearing on Don't Ask, Don't Tell since its implementation 17 years ago. Since then, Congress has passed the repeal, and we are waiting for the Senate to vote on the bill. Now is the time to keep pressure up on your senators and President Obama. For more information and to take action, visit the Repeal Don't Ask, Don't Tell website set up by the Human Rights Campaign at repealdadt.org. Finally, in Episode 11, we spoke with Jane Wishin of Restore Equality 2010. Restore Equality 2010 was working to put an initiative on the ballot in California in November to repeal Prop 8 and legalize same-sex marriage in California. However, in April, Restore Equality announced that they were unable to gather enough signatures to make it to the ballot in 2010. If you aren't familiar, Prop 8 was the so-called Protect Marriage Amendment that was passed in 2008. There is currently a case before the federal court in San Francisco challenging the constitutionality of Prop 8. Testimony and closing arguments have wrapped up, and the judge is now reviewing the case, testimony, and evidence. His decision is expected in the next couple of months. If you're interested in learning more about Prop 8, I strongly suggest seeing the recently released documentary 8, The Mormon Proposition. I will discuss this movie more in detail on a future episode of Nathan Out Loud. And finally, recently, I was invited to contribute to a new podcast called Q-Talk Arizona, which is hosted by Joe Deganzik. Joe asked me to be the political contributor, and I would like to share with you my recent report on Arizona's SB 1070. Here is my report for Q-Talk Arizona. 
Unless you've been living under a rock, you know that in April, the Arizona legislature passed and Governor Brewer signed SB 1070. Proponents of the bill claim that it will give law enforcement the authority to identify those in the country illegally. The outrage over this bill has been evident across the country, with rallies and marches happening in most large cities from Los Angeles to Chicago and New York to Miami. There was even a large event in Mexico City to protest this discriminatory law. As Arizona State Representative Kirsten Cinema pointed out in a June 8th opinion piece in the Arizona Republic, quote, SB 1070 fails to solve Arizona's real immigration problems, crime and violence along the border and in our neighborhoods. But it is typical of Adams and his Republican friends in Arizona who have consistently failed to crack down on the violent and criminal acts that accompany illegal immigration. Their patchwork policies do nothing to solve the real problem that Arizonans experience every day. Adams failed to point out that the new law will do nothing to stop the coyotes, human traffickers, and drugs and arms dealers that cross our border every day. Adams didn't mention that the new law is an unfunded mandate that gives police no resources or funding to implement the new law. Governor Brewer and the Republicans took officers off the streets when they massively cut public safety spending this year. Cinema continues to argue that the only solution to the challenges Arizona and other border states face is to enact tough and comprehensive immigration reform on a federal level. We need to find a way to stop not only drug traffickers, but human traffickers, and those bringing guns and other weapons across the border illegally, which are finding their ways onto our streets and into our neighborhoods. Now, a lot of people have asked, how and why does this relate to the LGBT community? Well, the most obvious answer is, immigrant members of our community are affected by the laws and prejudice on a daily basis. They face the exact same challenges of racial profiling and discrimination that straight immigrants face, and we need to stand up with our brothers and sisters in the immigrant community to show that discrimination, prejudice, and bigotry will not be tolerated for any reason, whether it's the color of our skin, our sexual orientation, or our gender identity. Another little-known fact is that this law could have a negative impact on the transgender community. Transgender people often face a difficulty when they are forced to carry identification that does not match their appearance. They are also placed in significantly higher risk of discrimination, harassment, or violence by SB 1070. Additionally, LGBT immigrants do not have access to mechanisms used by straight binational couples because the federal government does not recognize same-sex relationships. According to the most recent U.S. Census, nearly 36,000 gay and lesbian Americans are in binational couples, and 47% of those are raising children. So now you ask, what can you do to stop bills like SB 1070 from being passed into law? It is now more important than ever to be involved in elections, and to cast your vote for fair-minded candidates. Not only is it more important than ever, but it's also easier than ever. If you aren't aware, Arizona has what is called the Permanent Early Voting List. What this does is let you sign up to receive your ballot by mail for every election. Over the next few months, you'll see volunteers all over the place, not only registering people to vote for the upcoming election in November, but also to sign up as Permanent Early Voters. If you haven't yet signed up, we'll put a link and directions on qtalkaz.com. For QTalk Arizona, I'm Nathan Trainer.
In this episode of Nathan Out Loud, we are featuring a track from the recently released album by Brooklyn-based band The Shondas. Their second full-length record, entitled My Dear One, was released May 4th, 2010 on Fanatic Records. In addition to making political art and melding influences as disparate as classical and traditional Jewish music and punk rock, the Shondas work for justice on many public levels, including in the queer communities and as Jews fighting for a free Palestine. But my dear one is a more personal reminder that those who fight for what they feel so passionately about still suffer heartbreak and require the intimacy of community and art to recover. Both as individuals and as the Shondas, Louisa Solomon, Elijah Oberman, Tamim, Fruchter, and Fury have always chosen to explore this duality, to attempt the impossible, or at least the inadvisable. Shande, after all, is the Yiddish word for disgrace. While My Dear One explores heartbreak in depth, the songs also explore questions about how each of us deserves to be treated and how we should treat each other. The release of My Dear One brings us an album for survivors of broken hearts. From the Shandas, here is the title track of their recently released album, My Dear One, on Nathan Out Loud.
Welcome back to Nathan Out Loud. I'm your host, Nathan Trainer. Last week, the blog Good As You pointed out in their post titled Today's Weddings, Yesterday's Labels that the application for NBC's Today Show's Modern Wedding Contest only states bride and groom as options for registering. When the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation contacted NBC for clarification, a spokesman stated that according to the rules of the contest, quote, for the Today Show wedding, the couple must be able to legally be married in New York, which is where the wedding will take place. Well, here's the first problem with that statement. The rules do not state that the wedding needs to take place in New York, and as we all know, same-sex couples are able to tie the knot just a short drive to the north in Connecticut, as well as in Vermont, Massachusetts, and just south in D.C., so obviously that statement doesn't hold up. Glad responded, asking NBC for further clarification, and instead of opening up the contest to same-sex couples, NBC says that it will update the rules to stipulate that the ceremony must take place in New York. Well, as you can imagine, this answer is not good enough. And Gregory Jones and Jonathan Howard, the couple who finished second place in the Crate and Barrel Ultimate Wedding Contest, are organizing against NBC and the Today Show. As Jonathan said on Facebook, quote, Sounds very yesterday show to me, and definitely not a modern wedding. In a note posted on their Facebook pages titled, quote, Here we go again, sorta, they detailed their plan, and here's what they suggest. First, they want every single engaged couple, same-sex or otherwise, to enter the contest, and they're going to as well. On the application, enter Applicant 1 and Applicant 2 before your first and last name on the application. And also, the application requires a quick video, so talk about why it is important for the Today Show to make a statement and allow same-sex couples to enter. There is also a movement on Twitter to blast not only the Today Show's Twitter account, but also Matt, Meredith, Al, and Anne's Twitter accounts demanding inclusion and recognition of our relationships and marriage equality. Plans are also being made for rally signs that can be held up during tapings of the show at Rockefeller Center, and possibly even a flash mob to be organized. In the meantime, you can also show your support by signing the online petition, which I have linked to at NathanOutloud.com. As Jonathan stated on Facebook, quote, Because the deadline is so soon, I really need your help with all of this. I think it's incredibly important for us to show a united front. We don't have a problem being the face of this push, but we also need to send a unified message. All of the help and ideas are appreci- appreciated, and let's see if we can change this. Close quote. Check out NathanOutloud.com for the latest. In closing, I would like to thank you for listening to Nathan Out Loud. Please send any comments, suggestions, or feedback to comments at NathanOutloud.com. You can also reach me at the Nathan Out Loud comment line by calling 209-20-BE-OUT. That's 209-202-3688. I would like to thank Patrick for putting this all together and the Shondas for sharing their music with us. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Twitter.com slash NathanOutloud and become a fan on Facebook at facebook.com slash NathanOutLoudFans. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, come out, be out, live out loud. We'll talk to you again soon on Nathan Out Loud.